Hey everyone, my name is Adam Barfoot and welcome to episode 30 of the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast. I am a mental health therapist and I'm also a CrossFit Level 1 trainer. The Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast focuses on the integration of mental health and fitness. In this episode, I talk about courage, resilience, giving your best effort, and how you can learn from difficulty in your life. The Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast now has over 1,500 total plays. I want to thank you all for listening, and I'm so, so glad that you all are with me on this exciting journey of integrating mental health and fitness. I am so thankful for all of the feedback I've gotten about the podcast and how much you all are learning from it. I'm, I'm very, very thankful for you all. There is a review of the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast in the May 2022 issue of Podcast Magazine. The review is in the Under the Radar section of the May issue, and it says, No one wants to feel like a quitter, not in fitness nor in life. That's what makes the Counseling and Functional Fitness Podcast a truly helpful resource. It focuses on the integration of mental health and fitness. Now that's unusual. Host Adam Barfoot is a mental health therapist, a mental skills coach, and a CrossFit Level 1 trainer. He is an excellent teacher, yet his everyday language helps the audience easily relate to his analogies. Pick any episode and you're likely to end up assessing whether your thoughts are dragging you down and holding you back. Episode 25, Lessons Learned from a Half Marathon, is my absolute favorite. My hope is that we will get more episodes like this one, allowing listeners to hear about the host's vulnerabilities. We experience Adam's emotions right along with him. His discussion on pacing is relevant not only to runners, but to anyone longing to set themselves up for success. The episode encourages us to keep putting one foot in front of the other, even if our steps are small. It is clear that Adam puts a lot of thought into the most effective ways to help listeners break through their mental barriers and hit their stride. If you want to tap into your capacity for growth, take a listen to Counseling and Functional Fitness. This is, that's a very exciting thing to get featured in Podcast Magazine, and I can't say enough. Thank you all for listening, and I'm excited for what what I'm going to do in the future with the podcast. I am now working in private practice as a mental health therapist at New Beginnings Counseling Center in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I enjoy helping my clients build resilience, hope, and courage in their lives. I work with teenagers and adults who are seeking to improve their emotional health, relationships, and ways of working through life's challenges. I particularly enjoy working with athletes who are looking to improve their performance. Improving our mental health directly affects our performance, whether we are on the court, field, in the gym, or our workplace. I believe that you are capable of great things, and I would love to be a part of your journey of healing and growth. If you would like to meet with me for therapy, you can follow the link to my Psychology Today profile in the description of this podcast episode, and you can call the phone number on that website 
to schedule a therapy session with me. The poem called Invictus by William Ernest Henley ends with the line, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Now, of course, we do not decide everything that happens in our lives, but we do decide how we respond. We cannot always control the outcome, but we can and do control our effort. The choices we make today influence who we will be tomorrow. The character traits that we desire to have in the future depend on if we act with those character traits today. We are not going to one day magically have the habit of courage if we do not act courageously in the face of fear today. The time to act is now. And courage is not about getting rid of fear because fear is necessary for courage. Courage is shown in saying, I will become the kind of person I desire to be, despite everything that would hold me back if I let it do so. It takes courage to change. It takes courage to go to therapy, knowing that you will talk about your troubles and the problems that you encounter. It takes courage to walk into a gym. It takes courage to express yourself in your art. It might be difficult to think of ways that you exhibit courage in your life, but when you look deeply enough, you can find reasons. And seeing your courage can change your outlook on yourself and your life. In episode 22 of this podcast, I talked about courage and overcoming fear. And if you are interested in learning more about courage and how you can act with courage, check out that episode. As a therapist, it takes courage to enter with people into their pain and to explore that place. As an athlete, it takes courage to go into a workout or a game knowing that you will have to work hard in order to get your intended outcome. The decisions and the things that are in our control in our lives, these decisions can either help us or hinder us on our journey of becoming the person we desire to be. You decide who you become because you decide your actions. If we want to be courageous, we must be willing to face pain and fear. We can't heal if we are hiding. Being willing to face the challenges in our lives instead of running from those challenges makes all of the difference. Similar to how we cannot be courageous if we are hiding from fear, comfort does not produce purpose. There's a quote from Jordan Peterson. He says, The purpose of life, as far as I can tell, is to find a mode of being that's so meaningful that the fact that life is suffering is no longer relevant. We can chase happiness all we want, but for some people it's difficult to even enjoy happiness because of the anxiety that kind of lurks underneath happiness and pokes its head out and whispers, don't enjoy this moment too much because it won't last forever. Our happiness won't make us memorable. 
How we impact others will make us memorable. And people will remember us by the impact that we had on them. Happiness does not automatically mean that we impact others in positive ways. Purpose lasts longer and is deeper than happiness. Purpose is deeper than happiness because if something difficult happens in our lives, we might not be happy. So we have to have something deeper than happiness, which will keep us able to move forward and keep us striving in our lives. And we can look at it as the as the example of us being rooted to a purpose in our lives, whereas our emotions come and go in different seasons and in different waves, that we have something deeper than what we are feeling in this present moment, and that something deeper that we have is keeping us moving forward regardless of how we feel in that specific moment. With difficult experiences in our lives, maybe we did not choose that that would happen to us, that difficult experience, but regardless of whether we decided that or not, we do decide what we do with those experiences going forward, and also the meaning that we give to our experiences. Resilience is often thought of as quote-unquote bouncing back, which implies that we return to being the exact same person we were in the past. But that is not how life works. After a tragedy or trauma, we do not quote-unquote bounce back to be the exact same person we were before. But we can grow from those experiences and learn deep lessons that we can take with us going forward to live better. In one of my favorite books, it's called Resilience by Eric Greitens. He says, what happens to us becomes part of us. Resilient people do not bounce back from hard experiences. They find healthy ways to integrate them into their lives. In time, people find that great calamity met with great spirit can create great strength. And in episodes five and six of this podcast, I talked about what resilience is and I gave a lot of my thoughts about resilience in general. So check out those episodes if you'd like to learn more about resilience and how you can be resilient in your life. Looking at an example of resilience in sports, the best coaches and athletes learn from their losses and their wins. It is not that we either win or we learn, but it's that in sport, we win or lose, and regardless of the outcome, we can learn. We do not either win or learn from a quote-unquote loss, but we can grow from both. We can grow and become better regardless of the score at the end of the game or our record at the end of the season. We can integrate that knowledge from every game and become better coaches and athletes with that information. This is true for fitness as well. We can learn and grow regardless of the outcome. Say you are the head coach and offensive coordinator of a football team, so American football. These two things mean that you lead the team and the coaching staff, as well as you call the plays on offense. 
Coaches prepare for a game by improving in general, which would be typical training and practice, and they study their opponent by watching film from the opposing team's games. They also watch film of their own team's games. You plan, you strategize, you integrate the knowledge from your opponent's past games and your own team's past games in order to perform at your best and lead your team to victory. During the game, you bring your plan with you. You have plays in mind that could work well against your opponent. If a play you strategize for does not work well two or three times, you call an audible for your plan and you adjust as needed. Your goal is to win, but you won't win if you are unwilling to change your plan if it's not working to get you and your team to that desired end. After the game, whether you win or lose, you review the decisions you made. You watch film from the game. You review your performance. You meet with your players, you strategize with your coaches, and you watch film. It would not make sense to only watch film from games that you won or only from games that you lost. There are lessons to learn whether you win or lose. Then you take those lessons with you as you prepare for your next game. This is resilience as a coach. Integrating your experiences to become the best that you can be. In this case, resilience for coaches and athletes means learning from the past wins and losses in order to be the best coach or athlete that they can be. David LeClaire, in his book, Bridges to a Passionate Partnership, says, Your experience is determined by your attitude. What we look for is what we find. When we look for reasons to be upset with ourselves, surely we can find them. When we look for reasons to be proud of ourselves, surely we can find them. When we look for ways that we have shown courage, we can find them. We see more of the things we look for. People with a positive attitude can change themselves and the world, while people who are determined to see the world negatively rarely do either. What I mean by positive here is things that uplift, things that inspire, and things that encourage. And what I mean by negative is things or people that drain our energy, bring us down, or tear us down. So a question for you. Does your attitude drain others of their energy? Or does your attitude uplift, inspire, and encourage those around you? The choice is yours. Your impact matters. Your attitude matters. Your attitude can either help you get up after you fall, or it can convince you to stay down when you fall. Resilience and courage are about getting back up, facing and embracing your life for all that it is, and working to conquer the challenges that stand in your path. If we set our mind on seeing something, we are more likely to see something that at least resembles that thing. If we see ourselves as conquerors of challenges, we are more likely to conquer challenges in our lives. Self-efficacy is our belief in our capacity to successfully face 
and overcome challenges in our lives. This relates to what is called earned confidence, which is where we build confidence by looking back in our lives on challenges that we have faced successfully. We can look back on past experiences of having difficult conversations in order to have earned confidence for a difficult conversation we might have coming up soon. When we look at the workout of the day and think, wow, that is going to be very difficult, we can choose to either be afraid of that discomfort that might be in that workout, or we can look back on difficult workouts that we have done in the past and remind ourselves of how successfully we have embraced discomfort and pushed ourselves in difficult moments. Remind yourself of your strengths. Choose to define yourself by your strengths instead of your weaknesses. We can consistently remind ourselves of our deepest struggles and choose to define ourselves by those struggles, or we can consistently remind ourselves of our victory in those struggles and define ourselves as people of strength and perseverance. We all have strength, and we all have difficulties that we have overcome. Looking at an example of how the same experience can be viewed very differently by different people, getting punched in a boxing ring can make some people run out of the ring and never go back in, which is absolutely understandable. While that same experience of getting punched reminds other people that getting punched is part of the process of winning a boxing match and becoming a boxing champion. The strongest people are not those who have never experienced difficulty. The strongest people are those who have believed in their potential and ability to become better directly because of the difficulty they have experienced. The brightest, most sincere smiles can be a result of overcoming reasons that would make some people be bitter and never want to smile again. Wisdom is not acquired from living an easy and protected life. Wisdom is acquired from learning, experiencing, and applying those lessons and experiences to the difficulty in our lives and the lives of others. The deepest wisdom is hard won. When we give our best effort, we can be proud of ourselves regardless of the outcome. And with that responsibility of giving our best effort, you decide what you do with that responsibility. You cannot always control the outcome, but you can control your effort. You are the head coach of your life. You decide how you move forward with the lessons that you have learned. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow along with Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. You can contact me by emailing counselingandfunctionalfitness at gmail.com or by messaging Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.